Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Denbo, we're on our way to Sunday brunch. At uh, what restaurant? Well, the name of the restaurant is called the Boro House, B-O-R-O, but it's in a building called the Dixboro Project, which also houses the owner's uh, little walk-up tavern with outdoor seating. So I don't know what the name of that is. That has another name, too. I, mean, I think it's called the Dixboro Bar and Grill or something like oh, yeah. that. But the actual main part of the restaurant is called the Borough House. So it's in Dixboro, which is between Plymouth and Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's a quaint little village. And as I recall, all the entries to the village have a nice sign that says, Welcome to Dixboro Village. Lest we forget 18 and 23, if I remember the year. And that lest we forget means let's remember. I'm not sure what they want to remember, but... We probably need to look it up. It's a place full of memories for the people who live there. It's kind of quaint. It's a quaint little town. They have a little cafe. The Moon Cafe is there. and Moon Winks, I think, is the name of it. Or was it Moon Dance? No, honey, it's called Moonwinks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why are you making up names? Well, no, I thought You're it so was funny. Moon We've been something. there. Yeah, Moonwinks. Okay. We've been there. In fact, when we were dating, you took me there once for coffee and a brownie. Oh. And you might have had a sandwich, but I definitely had their brownie. I might have had your brownies in mine. <laughs> I'll hold that while you drive. What about my brownies? I said I might have had your brownies in mine. Uh-oh, is this an accident up here? Looks like it. Whoa, somebody slipped off their driveway. Wow. Yeah, somebody Uh-oh. missed the turn. Were they trying to get into their driveway? Oh, no. Well, at least they didn't hit the pile of bricks that they oh, hold their shoot. mailbox up with. So, of course, we're driving along North Territorial, and everybody who lives off of North Territorial has a ditch next to their driveway, and it looks like they slid into the ditch, and there was one wheel up off the ground. So Yeah, they slid over the driveway and at least the front left wheel is in the ditch. Ugh, and the right just... rear wheel is up in the air. It's so horrible. You hate for that to happen. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I know. Especially when you're trying to go somewhere or maybe they were coming to help somebody or who knows. What. Yeah. Or coming home from church or yeah. whatever. So, you, I don't know if you're in four-wheel drive, but you might switch it to I'm four-wheel drive. I'm not in four-wheel drive, but I'm going to have to wait now that we're at a red light. Yeah, might give you a little more traction. Yeah. At least for the go. It's pretty... Um, not for the woe, but for the go. Yeah, it's pretty slick out here. You know what I don't like, though, with this? This is the one thing I'll complain about this F-150, and I don't know if it's with all trucks of all makes, but when you go to like do sharp turns or to turn around in a parking lot, it's terrible, the four-wheel drive. You know what I mean? It's because of the lower gear ratio to give you more traction. It does kind of clunk, 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 or grab and then slip, grab and then slip, grab and then slip. Oh, I know what you mean. I don't like that. So before I you know, want to pull into a place like to park, I usually pop it back into two-wheel drive. So anyways, well, anyhow, well, we're looking forward to Sunday brunch and we're going to let everybody know how yummy it is. Oh my gosh, that was fabulous. It was so yummy. I know. So fresh. And it was unlike 
so many dishes that we've had in the past, at least mine was very unusual. I had an omelet that was like a super thin pancake made out of scrambled eggs, but it was filled with a tube. It was like the roundest omelet I've ever had. It was wrapped around scrambled eggs in the middle that were cooked just so and then covered with a nice uh, beer blanc sauce. It was laying in a beer blanc sauce. I took a photo. Well, it was over the top of it. but No, it wasn't. Instead of correcting me, why oh, don't yes. you shut this off right now? I'm going to show you what it looks like. So you can see, this is exactly what it looks like. I took a photo so we could remember. That's laying on the beurre blanc. It's poured over the top. I want you to look closely. Clean your glasses. <laughs> it had that sauce poured over the top of it. You are so hilarious. I ate it. You are I know so what mad. it was. You're so mad when I tell you you're wrong about something. I don't like, like being corrected, oh, especially when I'm but right. But if I show you my boobs, you'll be happy. You're right. <laughs> so I'm waiting. You are so silly. So I'm okay, waiting. Okay, so look. I took a picture of it, and you're right. That beurre blanc sauce is so thin. What did you say? Beurre blanc. Although, no, no. Is it before a beurre blanc that. sauce? Before that. You know, I said you're right. Oh yes, that's right. I hear it so infrequently. Ooh, celebrate. Okay, so look at this. So but it's it, beautiful. It's very okay, but this is like you're right. The most unusual omelet I've ever seen. It's symmetrical in its placement on the plate. The sauce is symmetrical. Even the salad greens are symmetrical in their placement. Yeah. They, I mean, they're really artistic, and um, this thing is like more spherical than the burritos that you get at a Mexican restaurant. I mean, really wrapped tight. But it was the egg that was the actual wrap around the yeah. scrambled eggs that had your fillings in it for yeah, you. Yeah, which your had some provolone cheese and some little bits of herbs. It was really fabulous. But this was a super cool presentation of an egg omelet. No kidding. Just amazing. And then I had the quiche of the day, and my gosh, this crust was so flaky, and it was so delicious, and it was filled with spring vegetables. Just absolutely delicious. It looked like it was nice and moist. Oh, it was. That's one of my favorite words. <laughs> moist. Moist. It's one of my favorite conditions. <laughs> I don't like to sweat, but I do like food that's moist. I like moist. <laughs> Oh my God, you are full of it today. Well, I sweat a lot, so... You are a sweater. Uh, and you're a screamer. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess we're M-F-E-O. You're right, we are. Made for each other. Yeah, and you thought I invented that. No, I actually heard that in a movie. I know, after I told you about it. I thought you, you made it. that up because I thought you're so cute and romantic. And then like a year or two ago, we saw a movie and somebody said MFEO. I'm like, oh, you did not make that up. Just because I say something doesn't mean I have the original thought. I mean, I there are very few original thoughts in the world. Yeah. That was a, kind of an interesting moment, though, that you were using that. you saying MFEO, MF. Cause you used to say it a lot when we were first dating. Yeah. And so I just thought that you created that word. <laughs> well, thanks for giving me credit, but 
I never claimed it was some credit. writer of a movie, but we'll have to look up what movie it was. It was Sleepless from. in Seattle. Oh, okay. it was the character of a little girl that was hanging out with a little boy who made the call to whoever the late night talk show host was. Yeah, that movie trying was to get kind a of sappy date for his dad. That movie was kind of old fashioned and sappy. Very, yeah. Not one of my favorite movies. Speaking of old fashioned and sappy, there's another saying that I know you experience many times. People who hang around me at all hear me say this when I'm offered something and I don't want it. I say, no, thanks. I'm trying to quit. Yeah. And I've been saying that for a very long time. Didn't realize where that came from until you and I were binging on the Bob Newhart show. And in one of the later episodes in his last year, I think it was, he was trying to help somebody, and he went to a bar to help them. It was a little cafe, wasn't it, for a, lunch or something? For late at night, and the, like the the waitress or barmaid offered him a piece of, was it raisin pie? pie? Something like that, Something yeah. unusual kind of pie. And he said, uh, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. <laughs> and And I laughed instantly because I realized that's probably where I came up with that. You know what's funny? How we can both watch the same thing. Like, you think it was a bar, and I think it was a lunch counter. And it's interesting how we remember things differently or we perceive things differently. Not just you and me, but just people in general. Yes. Well, that's one of the things that we need to recognize is that everybody filters their experience of the exact same thing through a filter that is based on their past experiences. And so whatever has had meaning for us in the moment is what we are biased to believe. Well, or we attach the meaning as it comes through our filter, right? Yes. We attach the meaning that we're most comfortable with. Yes. So. Anyways, let's not get into psychology tonight. Oh, my God. It's the AFC-NFC championship games. This, the Eagles won. The Eagles won, which I'm so happy. I know there was friends of ours that were rooting for the 49ers and I'm sorry that they lost but I'm really happy that the Eagles won and then now the Chiefs are playing the Bengals and I really 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 want the Chiefs to win so I think it'll be a good matchup Eagles Chiefs and then in my heart of hearts I hope the Eagles kick the Chiefs ass oh because I'm still bummed out that the Buffalo Bills didn't make it but yeah the whole point of this little chitty chat on my part is I <laughs> there's a point there's a point to it <laughs> I love this weekend I think this weekend with the AFC NFC championships is a bigger deal to me than the Super Bowl because the Super Bowls tend to be super mismatched. And so when you have a champion of your division and, you know, each division, to me, th those are the real champions because, you know, they they know the other teams. They have to learn how to outsmart the other teams. When you have to have these two divisions play each other and they're not familiar with playing each other, it's a crapshoot. Anybody could win, you know, and then it's just literally a game of errors. So the real skill, I think, is when these are, you know, conference championships that they're used to playing each other. They have to come up with new strategies and new tactics to outsmart each other because they've already played each other during the regular season. So I just love this Sunday. So happy Division Championship Sunday. Yay. Yay. You could care less about football. Well, you and you know the history. I think I've already told that story, so I won't belabor yeah. the point. No. But it's okay. Yeah. But and I'm not a is... big fan of pro football either. I love college football, but, you know, I just have to watch these. 
playoffs. I love the playoffs. Same thing with hockey. Well, these you know? particular games that we've seen the last couple of weeks have been pretty good. Yeah, they've been good close games, good competitions. And um, on the evening news tonight, I was delighted to hear from the player from Buffalo that was, I think technically he was dead on the field yeah. a few weeks ago. And it's Denar. just really wonderful that he was able to say something encouraging to people about his mission and how much he appreciated the support of so many people in the prayers and and the love and the love. Yeah. And I think it was, I mean, that is one thing, you know, football, the football community is huge. I mean, the number of people that like football, I guess it's why it's our nation's sport, but so many people love football. So yeah. it's it kind of everybody rallied around him and his healing. So that is awesome. Well, and I thought it was a big deal that the two teams decided as a young man technically died on the field that it wasn't worth pursuing continuing the game. Yeah. They set it aside. They moved forward, concerned about his health and the outcome of whatever was going to be the treatment that was very unknown to the world at that time. And the fact that um, he has admiration for the Cleveland team as well as his own is, I think it's pretty interesting. And I think we did some research on that because there was somebody who died on the field during a Detroit Lions game, and they just continued on with the game. Yeah. Like, they took the guy off and didn't pronounce him dead until he got to the hospital, but they continued on with the game. So, yeah. So it's a big change. And that's why I think, you know, it was kind of weird when that whole thing went down, how people were saying, well, are they going to play? Are they going to play? Are they going to keep playing? Or no, will they stop the game? You know, it was kind of a strange thing. Quite. And and it was such a departure from what the NFL had done in the past. So yeah. it, it, was, it was a big deal. But anyways... Yeah, and I thought about the awkward talk by one of the sportscasters that was used to rattling off statistics and asking interesting questions of the other experts when there really wasn't a lot to talk about. It was obser uh, observation of what an awkward moment it was for all of them, mm -hmm. completely unexpected, and I'm presuming that in the future, they'll be ready for similar events based on what they experienced this time. Yep. Well, anywho, so then in a couple of weeks, we'll have the Stupid Bowl, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Super Bowl, but we'll probably end up watching it. So we've watched the Super Bowl the last couple of years just from home. I know in the past we've gone to people's houses, you know, for like a little get together and, you know, at halftime come home or whatever, because we always have to work the next day. But it's going to be another year of Super Bowl at home, which is kind of a strange thing. Well, it's not too strange for me because I'm used to whatever you're interested in. I'm going to be there with you. I know, but don't you think it's strange we're not going anywhere? Like, No. We used to always go somewhere on Super Bowl Sunday, whether it be one of my family members' houses or going to friends. We've gone out to Troy. We've gone to Northville. We've gone to, you know, different friends' houses through the years for Super Bowl. So it's going to be weird. This is like, and I know why. It's because of this pandemic thing still continuing on. This will be like our third Super Bowl at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Third. Third one at home. But, you know, I never 
really got into the Super Bowl. It was I a big know. thing. For you, it's like, whatever. You'll just do whatever. Just so that there's pizza. The snacks, what I think, of, is what I appreciate. Okay, so let's talk about that. <laughs> what kind of snacks are we going to have for Super Bowl? Well, Buddy's Pizza always works. Buddy's is good. Now, I consider that more than a snack, but... Like, what kind of snacky snacks? Like, well, hot you like wings. Chips? Oh, you like wings? Hot okay. wings. Of course, celery and blue cheese dressing. Oh, yeah. That's Familiar buffalo good. fare. Yeah. And um, anything crunchy? Probably really firm, well sturdy chips like corn chips you mean like tortilla chips yeah like tortilla chips only the not really tortillas but nacho chips or taco chips they're just they're called tortilla chips honey bun they're triangles right they're triangular shapes sometimes and i again don't like to be corrected but there's a difference the ones that are manufactured they call them whatever they want to call them but they're not really tortillas that are... They're not? I thought no. they were tortillas that were deep fried. Corn chips, corn tortillas that are deep fried. You know what I like is those Zocatil, that Zocatil brand. Yeah. Because they're not too thick. Yeah. But if you want the really good ones... Yes. You got to get them from one of the Mexican restaurants Well, those might here. be tortilla chips. I think but those are true tortilla yeah, chips. Yeah, these Tostitos and tortillas. Yeah. They're pick pick some other name that's all made up bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I or think, made up cornmeal. You know what and, we could do? Maybe what? we could like get some good. We could go to Las Palapas and get some really good Mexican food for Super Bowl Sunday. Now that would be good. And get some of their house margaritas because they're always deep. <laughs> I think that was the only time since uh, we've known each other that you've ever seen me inebriated. You mean after drinking one of their house margaritas? One of their giant house margaritas <laughs> was premium. That was one of the most hilarious days ever. That was several years ago. I, I could find my way to the bathroom, but I almost <laughs> didn't find my way back from the bathroom. You didn't find your. You had a hard time finding your. Because I said I'll see you out at the car. Yeah. And you said okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And tip. And that's very typical. Like one of us goes to the car, one of us goes to the bathroom, and we always meet at the car. And it took you forever, and I think you did have some difficulty finding the car. And for some reason, we were driving home, and you were talking to one of your sisters, and you started bawling. (laughs) What was the topic? I don't know. I don't know. But it was just hilarious that you're like, I think you were just telling her how much you loved her, and you just started bawling. And you were like crying on the phone telling her. I think it was you were talking to Jenna. Wow. Well, I do love my sister. I know you do. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest days ever. I don't think I've ever seen you inebriated. I think that was the only time. I think you're right. And you're not a drinker. So God God bless that, right? I made a good choice. I didn't marry somebody who's a big drinker. Not yet. Not ever. I I could be driven to drink, I suppose. No. No. Okay, so I've got this really good idea. Okay. Lay and I know I haven't talked to you about this yet, so this is fresh. This is new. This is new. Okay, so you know how my friend Debbie was telling us that she's, you know, going to the summit in Canton, which is the rec 
area for Canton residents. I know very well. And non-Canton residents can also join. And you and I looked at the summit before we joined Lifetime Fitness several years ago. I mean, a long time ago. It's ancient history. It is ancient history. It's it's PP, pre-pandemic. That we looked oh, that's at way back there. Way back. <laughs> so I was thinking that we should join because they have a rate. They have individuals rate. They also have a couples rate. They also have a senior couples rate for people that are over the age of 55. Let's see. I qualify. I qualify. And well, I thought, there you, go. you know, what would be good, even if we just use it like she's just saying, like, just use it for the six months. You know, just get the six-month membership. You don't really have to have it all year round if you're going to do outdoor stuff in the good weather. But, like, for these terrible months, which we have, January, February, March, and April, is not ever really good. I think we should sign up. And then I think, like, it would be even a place for us to just go meet socially. Because they have, like, a coffee bar there and, you know, stuff like that. And uh-huh. we can do the walking track. They have two gyms. They've got the swimming pool. they got the Lazy River. And I think it I might know. just be like a fun place just to even just go to socialize with her, to catch up with her because she lives in this places between us and her. And I looked it up at 7.1 miles from our house. It takes it's up, not really that far. No, I know it takes you, 16 minutes to get there. When you talked about it earlier today, that you thought it was quite a ways away, but it's not that far. I really thought it was only like 3.8 miles from our house, but that's where Target is, which is another... Uh, cardio experience for sure walking around target so we can go well, for free well actually target's <laughs> not free is it no it usually costs a uh, hundred bucks or more to go to target every each time. time exactly so it would be cheaper than to go 7.1 miles to the summit and well then i'm going to call them tomorrow and tell them that we want to sign up for the couple's membership well there is a um need to revisit i'd like to see that before you sign me up for anything okay. But uh, there is a strategy by which you don't have to do such a heavy workout when you go to Target. And that is to turn right when you go in the door and go directly to the paper products area, which is essentially all we get. You go buy the medicine, you go buy the soap, you go buy the, um, what do they call it, the hand towels that decontaminate everything. Oh, the Clorox wipes. The, the Clorox wipes. Yes. Yeah, you'll pass all that, yeah. And so you can get everything you need if you just turn right as soon as you get in the door and pass the uh, registers. And that way you don't get lost in the rest of the store. It's the other stuff that chews up so much. You know, and that's so funny because when I go to Target, I, I do sometimes turn right. But mostly I like to just go straight. And I get to the far, far corner, and then I turn right, and then I turn right, and then I turn right again. That's so I, where they suck you I in. I <laughs> do like to go on the perimeter around. Uh-huh. And yeah, you're right, because I like to see what do they have in the ladies' department? What do they have in the men's department? What's going on in the toy department? Yes. What's well, going on in housewares? Bless you for going there, because you've gotten me some of the best t-shirts I at know. Target. They sell champion brand t-shirts. Yeah. And they're the performance ones, and they're nice. They also have groceries. Yeah, which That's I'm not really, a big fan of. That's really close to there. the paper products, though. So yeah. it's, it's very convenient to snag a bag of apples or yeah. You know, Actually, some you of know those what I bought snacks. there was snack size pears, whole pears, and those were excellent. They were excellent. They were very, very good, and they're worth us getting again. If I don't know where I don't know where the pears come from or when they're in season, but they were so good. They were good. 
Even though they started to turn a little bit brown, they were still very flavorful. Yeah, they're still fresh. I mean, yeah. the skin does turn brown over time a little bit, but that doesn't mean the pear is bad. It so. says they're ripening, I think. I love pears. I think it's an unusual fruit. I I love pears, too. <laughs> You're making me laugh tonight, Dunbo. You're so funny. Okay, well then, if you want to go see the summit, then we should make time to go there. They're open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., their pool closes at 7.30. I already did a bunch of research on it this afternoon. Um, and so we should definitely go down there and check it all out again and see. Because I think just even for the socialization, I think I would enjoy it. Well, uh, I think that's a worthy pursuit. Yeah. All right, darling. Well, what else do we need to talk about? Well, let's see. Uh, I had a harebrained idea that I shared with you about future episodes. Yeah. Not sure what the interest would be of anybody that listens to the podcast. We should say hi to Phil and Mary because they're some of our regular listeners. Oh, yeah. We heard from them last week. Yeah. We saw them at a party and it was so wonderful. So, hey, Phil. Hey, Mary. Hope you guys are doing well this week. It was so great to see you both. They can't say anything back to us on the podcast, so hopefully they're just saying something to themselves. Yeah. Well, maybe someday we can have them as special guests and we can hear their stories. Yes, they've got good stories, too. And I love telling stories. Oh, I know. So, some of them are true. Some of them are true. <laughs> so, yeah, you had this idea about what would be, like, topics. So, just as a stimulus to do something different, I thought perhaps we could. Take a ride down some of these scenic and historic roads in our neighborhood, our corner our of the state. world. And we could, for example, I got this idea while driving a North Territorial Road. And I thought, you know, North Territorial Road probably has some origins from the days when the territory had a boundary. I wonder what the history of this name is. And then I got thinking about all the interesting things that we see when we drive out North Territorial Road to the end. And then I thought about Grand River Avenue, how it starts in downtown Detroit and goes all the way to the west side of the state. And I just thought about this. Well, we could make a show about the things that we see of interest on the roads that are historic in the state of Michigan. I'd like to do U.S. 12. Yeah, Michigan I think Avenue. that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Michigan, take it all the way to Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it's not something we could do in a day, but it's something we could do in legs. Yeah. You know, a couple hours at a time or something. Yeah. Well, that sounds like an interesting idea, Denbo. I kind of like it. But could we do it when we're riding in the Mustang? Because then it's a lot more fun. Well, anything that you do in the Mustang is a lot more fun. <laughs> Let's be That's honest. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, darling. Well, I'm ready to wrap it up. I still have to do some laundry, and I got an early day tomorrow. So we'll just yeah. wish everybody a great week. Yeah, it's been fun week, and it's a fun start to the new week. It is. All right, darling. I love you. I love you, Lois. Kisses. Indeed. Bye. Bye.